Hi and welcome back to Well Read Witch where we talk about books and stuff I've been watching. Um <laughs> after such a long break I think it would be fair to say if the listeners welcome me back instead in their lives. Um but yeah, life's been busy lately. Intensely busy and entirely exhausting and just I I just haven't been able to get my thoughts around I just haven't been able to you know do stuff properly and currently right now as I am recording this um I am cleaning my bookshelf uh which could be termed as spring cleaning but it's 21st April and spring's long been gone I'm pretty sure there's a heat wave going around at the moment and it it just yeah it's it's not <laughs> it's not the sort of spring i would be expecting for me to happen i it it rained last night and it was pleasant i mean it sort of rained the entirety of yesterday and the weather's been kinder on us so to speak since last evening afternoon i don't know and i'd been meaning to do a bookshelf cleaning rearranging thing for a while now but um my mid semesters came about and then i don't know it's 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 been an ex- exhausting couple of weeks and i just like hadn't had the time or the energy to do anything and yeah ha <sighs> it's it's been rough not going to lie um but at the same time i i i have been reading i haven't i read like 10 books last month um in april i read children's books and sobbed myself to sleep because there's this one book uh, lost and found by oliver jeffers i i mean i read almost everything oliver's oliver jeffers has ever published I mean all the things I could get my hand on at least um my youngest sibling wanted something to read and I was finding things for them to read and I stumbled across Oliver Jeffers I'm pretty sure somebody in my circle forwarded like a reel or something to me that is how I found him and yeah uh, like there's this painting series he is a part of uh they are called depicting paintings or dipped paintings i'm not too sure um but it's it's more of an art performance than anything else um and, and i found that very fascinating and like you know i went into his profile and fi- found out that he has also published children's books so i went about and read some and lost and found made me cry as a 22 year old person and yeah it made me wonder about why <laughs> i would cry over that and like there was just a lot of reflection and a lot of um pondering that happened after reading the book um but yeah it was nice to get back into it i got myself a bunch of graphic novels that i have been meaning to read but um at the same time it was like uh you know i was waiting for my masters to be over and yesterday was officially the last day of 
my masters um i mean like officially the last working day so to speak in quotation marks I still have exams to write I still have uh, events to attend and formalities to fulfill um but like yesterday was the last teaching day i want to say and i slept for like 10 hours and now i've woken up and i've had my coffee and um <laughs> and and i started taking the books out and now i am hand cleaning them you know just like letting the what, what what am i doing um <laughs> uh just like get just cleaning the dust off them because some of them i haven't touched in a while and yeah currently the book in my hand is the ministry of utmost happiness by anandhati roy i keep meaning to read this one but i don't for whatever reason i'm scared of anandhati roy um i read god of small things at the wrong time in my life and yeah i was too young to read that book um uh nobody told me what it was about but at the same time it's been a long time so i don't really remember the plot details and now in my hands we have sally rooney beautiful world where are you uh we keep doing there's a lot of uh, you know um moxism text that we had to read uh in our syllabi and there was Ray- raymond williams in this semester there was terry eagleton in last semester there there was this ajaz emmer essay uh that we finished up yesterday um where we basically track why marxism you know code established itself to a certain extent in the united kingdom in the post world war eras and why it couldn't in usa and like how that impacted things and how post coloniality as a field of literary study came into being and that that's always fascinating but i keep thinking about sally dooney in my class because of that and yeah i keep wondering i kept wondering the entire time whether i should speak up and you know recommend sally dooney to the generality of the class but at the same time it was like um you know there there there's like more than half of the class has stopped coming my professor probably probably already knows about sally dooney so why i should speak up sort of thing i'm not usually this um uncertain about whether i should speak or not in the class but i don't know something about sally dooney i i was just confused but i kept thinking about how uh like you know what sort of take williams takes what sort of take eagleton had on uh marxism and what sort of practical application we see in rooney's books about it all and yeah it's it's nice sometimes to read a theoretical essay about a theory that you've seen applied in literary fiction before uh really doesn't ha- hasn't explicitly said but like if it's very easy to do a marxist reading of her books so yeah uh
there's just a lot of books that I have that I, that I haven't read that I keep thinking about and that I keep thinking that I will read them and I just never get around to them. I mean, I think it's one of those things where um, I've just, uh, you know, hyped them so much in my brain that I never really get around to it. And then there are unfinished series that I keep on buying um, that I never get around to because oh, they're not finished. And then there's this other part of me that indulges in getting those uh, Penguin Classics books, you know. Um, I bought the Mount, the Count of Monte Cristo, thinking it was the Mount of Monte, the Count of Monte Carlo. <laughs> because it's like, oh, it's about Monaco. No, it wasn't because I just, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a weird day. I was sleep deprived and just, yeah, things happened. <laughs> then there will be times when I will have a finished series. It's not like I don't own any finished series. I do own, but then I, again, do not get around to reading them because I just keep on thinking about the fact that there will be a perfect time to read them. Um, but yeah, I just don't. I don't know why I keep doing this. But I've been told that almost everyone does this, so yeah. There's Jade Legacy in my hand right now by Fonda Lee. It's the last book of the Green Bone Saga. And everyone who's read the Green Bone Saga has nothing but good things to say about the entire uh, series. But And like I've been waiting for Jade Legacy to arrive at my door. And it like the entire ordeal took like i don't even know eight or nine months after the book was released because uh it's uh it got lost in the mail or something i think and then the publishers were sending limited copies to the bookstore i had gotten this from so it was just a lot of waiting and it, it was not very nice because i kept getting antsy and i once i almost had a breakdown over the fact that like you know why am i not receiving this book and it was it was just like very very um heart-wrenching process to just like own the book because something about like the wider reception of the series just like screamed that i you know i need to get um the series in like aha in like physical form which i did and then I didn't read it, <laughs> which was just so like me. I, I it was, it was a rough couple of months as well, um, and I kept emailing the bookstore, and it was not very nice. But I was polite and understood. But at the same time, it was like, this is too much weight, my people. Like, do something, please. Uh, yeah. Um, what is this? Do not know. I'll keep this one aside. <sighs> what have been you all up to, if anyone's listening to this at all? I mean, like, to somebody who usually, like, sticks to the routine, I tend to drop things into oblivion way too often without any notice. Um, <laughs> I mean, I have, like, two types of personality. Two types, two parts of me one who will rigorously rigorously stick to a schedule who will rigorously put in the work 
and once a flip switch happens i will stop everything um yeah i i haven't been the best reader i would say since last july or last um august or september i i think after september like i just stopped entirely i do not know why um but like yeah and just things just get on filing up and yeah yeah me scrubbing the dust off the books is something so hilarious to watch i've been told uh, uh, so you know i thought i might record a small chill podcast where i'm cleaning books and i talk about them and just yeah just like give you a proper life update i i i vanish sometimes without information and sometimes social media is hard i've been trying to avoid instagram and twitter and everything um for a while now like i think it's been like 6 months i don't properly use them anymore so um recording a podcast and posting it means you know posting about it on instagram and then making feed posts and it's it i yeah social media has me bewildered and exhausted and i don't know man like yeah i, I just i think i got fed up by the novelty of it all i think i got fed up by the idea that every single app wants to become every single app like i don't know just stick to what you do correctly why why do you yeah it's annoying <laughs> but hey that's life change happens and sometimes you've got to stick with it um currently i'm cleaning neil gaiman's art matters because your imagination can change the world and it's like this very little book and it's so well illustrated it's illustrated by chris redell whose instagram you should check out if you want to he's a very nice illustrator and this is gaiman's speech he gave uh i don't know where he gave but i'm pretty sure it was like a graduation speech or something um but like yeah it's it's a really nice pick me up book if you been feeling let down by life let down by your art if you've been feeling insecure about your art if you do not have the energy to create art if yeah it, it's it's one of those things that you listen and it just rejuvenates you with life once again and that's really really nice and yeah i do not know what i really want to do after my masters I was hoping I could get a job somewhere in publishing but publishing is such a tight knit community I do not even know where to begin or who to contact or just like yeah it's an entire intimidating process and yeah my and my family wants me to do another degree in education which is like a professional course it's a two year course two year degree eventually two year bachelor's degree essentially 
because they want me to have something to fall back on because they do not think <laughs> a masters in literature is enough which i yeah i i see their point but like i was hoping i would you know get a job by 23 i'll turn 23 this year that's such a you know wrong age it sounds such yeah i, I think it's a blessing in disguise that my birthday is in september because um the entire i think of my birthday as um like you know whatever the year it is i'll be that age sort of thing um and uh it's just um but like by the time my actual birthday rolls around almost all the year is gone and so i i do not get to flip the switch and become the age because in my brain whenever the new year starts i am the new age so like i currently somewhere some place in my brain thinks that i am 23 already and <laughs> it is sort of wild but it is what it is and i've like i've always said okay like you know um i am the age my age is essentially the year it is going on and yeah so it just doesn't compute but also i love my birthday because up until i think i was 19 i didn't really have you know good birthdays essentially like yes there was going things you go out and celebrate it with your family and stuff but it just yeah the friend portion of the birthday never really happened for me because in school it was around the time uh our half yearly started and everyone would be so busy most of the time they would forget to wish and stuff and yeah it's it was just not very nice feeling especially because i like used to remember everyone's birthday everyone's birthday would get you know entered in my calendar and stuff and i would go out of my way to make people feel special in the beginning it was mostly because of like you know i wanted people to do it and return but more time went along and the more i did it um the more i justified it all by saying that i was doing it because you know um i didn't want anyone else to feel the way i was feeling when somebody forgot my birthday but after covid started i i just completely gave up on everything <laughs> go the 2020 year was rough on me i think it was rough on everyone but also i was like extremely lucky that nobody i personally knew got like you know a worst case of covid because that, that's just like something to be really really grateful for um but like yeah i i completely gave up on wishing people and doing things on the in the lead up to my 20th birthday and like it's not like i like i stopped wishing every single person um but it was more so like you know i stopped trying to contact people i haven't talked to in like 4 years or something uh, just to wish them on their birthday <laughs> that that was a pretty wild thing um that i used to do um but uh the 20th birthday i think was the nicest one in terms of friends and stuff uh because uh i think that was the first time in a long time that i actually 
had friends that remembered stuff that you know who would who sent gifts despite being states away countries away and all that uh, my 20th birthday was probably the one i think where i sort of tried to heal the inner child who never got to have this experience um and like before 20th uh, i had this approach of um you know uh keeping quiet and seeing who remembers my birthday and stuff um and uh, just and then being sad when nobody did i i remember when i was 16 and when i turned 16 it was such a uh, huge deal to me and i was in the 11th grade and 11th was intensely um just sad and uh, yeah uh, just like a lot of pressure a lot of this and that and i remember holding my phone uh like genuinely just clutching it extremely tightly at the like stroke of midnight and i kept waiting for it to buzz and like i kept waiting for it to just like somebody anyone to wish me at like midnight and nobody did and it was so fucking sad <laughs> and i cried myself to sleep and um yeah like when you've had that sort of experiences when you're expecting things and just um like it's not even like you know i was expecting gifts or anything but i i was just like desperate for wishes and um it, it, yeah it was really heartbreaking um yeah i currently have smoke gets in your eye by kathleen duty in my hand and it opened up on a page that i'd marked and dog eared sorry um uh but like i think i should read it mythologist joseph campbell wisely tells us to scorn the happy ending for the world as we know it as we have seen it yields but one ending that disintegration dismemberment and the crucifixion of our heart with the passing of the forms that we have loved yeah it's so good um smoke gets in your eye 100% recommend it there was like a few years ago this book got really really popular and everyone and their mother was reading it on any book platform you could you know have kept about and known about um but in case you haven't read it it's a really really good book you should read it um yeah so what was it talking about birthday um so it was really sad and like somewhere around the 20th birthday and the 21st birthday and the 22nd birthday uh the healing happened i guess because last year it was not really excited excited and anxious and nervous and uncertain about how my birthday would go and um just yeah like last year there was this sense of calm in my bones um there was also this sense of slight dread because my best friend was just like acting like it didn't happen um but like that was only it but apart from the yeah it was it was a nice nice birthday um i was not expecting anything i was not expecting any wishes which i think is the entire thing behind all this that you just stop expecting things to happen um and just yeah like i think that was a good thing for me i don't even know why i stopped 
but like I did and it's it just yeah it was, it was a calm birthday this time around I'm 23rd I'm not too hyped about it because I'll be 23 years old and yeah it's just yeah I have my 100 selected poems by Emily Dickinson thing in my hand it to it's a collection it got published by fingerprint classics if i'm not wrong um and i'm going to read things um apparently <laughs> hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all and sweetest in the gale is heard and so must be the storm that could abash the, the little bird that kept so many warm i've heard it in the chillest land and on the strangest sea yet never in the extremity it asked a crumb of me aha dickinson is so cool yeah i just like there's also been this part of me lately that like just looks back on you know female writers and authors and like how much they have to struggle and i just wonder whether what w- what would they write about if you know they were here today I mean, I'm not saying they're not uh, like Sappho and Austen and Dickinson. I, like after reading after Sappho, and like it did take me like half a year to read that book, um, but it does did like you know give me a new approach to the way I looked at history and literature. Um, it's like these famous words and famous. writers and the emotions that they evoke in us um they do not like you know go away they do not wither away they do not die when these authors die rather they we embody sappho essentially and we embody mary shelley and we embody dickinson whenever we do something whenever we write something and yeah there's there's you know it's it's somewhat like what eliot said um where he said in like one of his famous essays i think it's called literary and tradition literature and tradition i don't know uh where he essentially says that everything that's been being written new everything every single person that comes out and writes something new there are tendrils of the people that have inspired that person so say if i were to write something and i'd read homer and dante and milton and shelley and um keats and dickinson and sappho and 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 like the, like a lot of many contemporary writers and like whatever i write there will be a strand of judith butler in me there will be a strand of uh austen with me inside me running through my brain and and i think that's nice that we keep uh even involuntarily like yeah but but the thing is we are the product of what, like at least our cultural understanding and all that um and our cultural wherever whatever i don't really know what what the word i'm trying to say here is um but like um it's you know like whatever we create whatever we do whatever we um just make out ourselves to be it is uh just you know 
an extension of all the things that have happened before us all the beautiful phrases and verses and phrases and novels and plays that have been written before us and like we are just a byproduct of all the things that have been written before and like yes that also somewhat sounds like uh like we do not have our own autonomy but i think we do and i think that um we just add on to the traditions we just add it's like you know a huge potluck <laughs> and like there are so many different verses and phrases and things and just floating around and about and mixing and creating new things and tastes and flavors and it's it's just nice sometimes that you keep the likes of dickinson in our memories like especially like you know the authors who never got to uh get their fame in their lifetime who were never included in the canon when they were alive or who were never published when they were alive and I, yeah it it just and like and the work is beautiful um yeah yeah <sighs> cleaning my bookshelf always gives me a lot of thoughts about a lot of things and just yeah like so many of these books have been gifted to me on one occasion or the other somebody will send stuff on you know uh, a festival or sometimes it's on birthdays and like i've received books just because because they miss me because they wanted they saw something and you know they thought of me and like they couldn't resist sending it forward to me and it's life and books and receiving them and and just having people who love books as much as i do uh, all of it has been very heartwarming for me um all of it has been very calming and healing for me and just because there's still a part of me that wonders sometimes you know whether literature should have been a hobby whether like can i really turn it into a career um and as much as improbable it seems i do know that i have a community beside me who you know even if it does not end up happening even if literature and books do not happen uh like do not become everything i live and breathe for um i know i have people in my life who appreciates the who appreciate the magic of them of words as much as i do and yeah and i think on some days that's enough and some days it should be enough it becomes enough to just like have a community of people around you that appreciate the things that you do to and yeah sometimes it's enough more often than not i do have breakdowns over how i can make my life around books and turn it into a career because as much as i want i'm not that consistent that like i can make the podcast uh um you know like uh what <laughs> oh, like turn it into a monetary thing right now i could have done it with youtube but i just like 
yeah every single social media platform currently is trying to turn themselves into an extension of uh short form media and stuff and that does not really appeal me at the moment um and i know it's like you know shooting myself in the foot and my chances in the foot but like eh, i talk a lot and i i don't know how i can do that in 15 20 one minute seconds like i genuinely didn't have anything to talk about today like i just started recording this just because and like i already have gone past the 30 minute mark and this was supposed to be a short podcast <laughs> oh, and just yeah like i do like talking a lot and you know just have longer conversations but yeah i wish i could figure things out i wish i could you know base my and i genuinely would like to work in publishing like anything just give me anything i i genuinely just want to be around books um but although i think i would be good as an editor not a copy editor which is like you know the other editor that just thinks and like reads manuscripts and decides <laughs> what will be good enough or won't be good enough because yeah i do think i have that ability that i can read a story and just tell the other person where things can improve what just like made me cry because i cry really easily and yeah but i don't know how to approach publishing industry and it's very very daunting for me at the moment and if somebody wants a casual podcaster to work for them and their publishing industry <laughs> and their publishing house sorry um please feel free to contact me because <laughs> oh, i do love books i do think I, i i genuinely do not know where i would have been had i not you know gone down the masters in literature route um i do not know how life would have turned around if i had continued down the engineering path and it's a scary thought to think that as much as you know it's uh, it would have been a, a wise decision so to speak in terms of finances and like job security and stuff uh like it would have been oh sorry <laughs> it would have been a wise decision it would have been a sane decision to go down the engineering path to go down the science path but i also know i would not have been able to survive through it all um like yeah i know my brain is not capable of or at least at the time was not capable of just going head first into organic chemistry and mechanical engineering and just like yeah and Yeah, I and like some part of me thinks that I only went down this route because when I was in school, people would not take me seriously when I wanted to. When I, you know, I was actually considering going for uh, this route early on, rather than after my twelfth. Um, and that sort of put me around for. Uh, it, it, yeah, it just. hindered the progress i would say to 
the point where yeah it's just everything feels impossible right now so yeah there's that and just yeah life's been uncertain lately do not know what will happen how things will turn around i as much as i know it's impossible but i do, do genuinely want somebody <laughs> to hire me so i could just talk about it like yeah that that's that is what i wanted <laughs> and right now it does feel impossible because i don't really have portfolio i don't really have a significant influence behind me whatever whatever uh yeah like i keep thinking about doing stuff but i don't do it and like partially it is my fault but at the same time it's i don't know <sighs> i also do want to get back to the community the you know just like i do think teaching english teaching literature to young students would be nice um because literature became a lifeline at the time when i did not think anything was possible and to even have that uh, approach to have that option that you know that like literature could be a life saving thing was important and it would not have happened had it not been for my uh, english teachers in school so i do think going down that route would be satisfying as well but is at the end of the day my second option the dream job would be to do something around in about books and just like yeah <sighs> life has been a lot of questions lately life has been a lot of uncertain answers lately life has been a lot of i do not know what i am going to do <laughs> lately so i do what i do best i take out all the books and start cleaning them and rearranging them because if nothing it just gives me a lot of peace and yeah yeah it would be nice if i could turn my life around it would be nice if i could you know um do something about it and just get myself into a place where i could just talk about books and read them and yeah that's such a dream scenario thing though i know it's 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 yeah i might be able to do it like in 5 years from now if i keep on doing the podcast if i keep on doing the reviews thing and if i do make the reviews thing uh, an actual regular uh, thing and not skip out on and like 6 months in a row thing and yeah like Uh, it's hopeful thinking all of it is but who knows internet's weird you never know when things turn around in your favor and ah cleaning books is so hard like i'm not even halfway done and i've been talking for 40 minutes now <laughs> also i'm not going to lie i started this recording essentially because i kind of lo- get lost in my head sometimes when i'm doing the bookshelf cleaning part and just yeah <laughs> i think that's enough for today i think i you know talked freely today and um 
Yeah. I don't know how this is going to sound in recording. I think it's a good idea to do this, but I don't know if this is going to be a pleasant thing to listen to. You know, me just smacking about books left and right and cleaning them and then there's this fan noise and then there's I don't know, an air conditioning thing going on as well. <laughs> so, yeah, let me know if you would like one of these things once again where I just ramble on stuff and just like let you know my thoughts on things um send in questions do something i do i do not have content ideas anymore <laughs> and that is sad um but i do want to keep doing the podcast i do not want to give up on it like as i know there are like three people who listen to this regularly um but it does give me a certain sense of joy that somebody sitting in a random country that i do not think anyone would listen to is listening to in my podcast and even if it's just like you know a single person it's it's nice it's a nice feeling so i don't want to don't want to stop this <laughs> i'll see you soon somewhere in the future hopefully uh, it'll turn into a full time thing once i you know start reading books again <laughs> i hope you have a wonderful day apparently i still do not know how to end these things <laughs> have a lovely day hope you are being able to read um yeah i'll see you soon bye